0: Welcome to season 2 of Talks and Sip. I'm
1: Jess <laughs> and I am Sassy. What are you doing Well, you're podcasting with me? What am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting here <laughs> waiting for my turn. <laughs> waiting for my turn. What are you doing? I'm drinking water. Oh. <laughs> I need some H2O. I'm a little dehydrated. Oh, no. <laughs> but That's a cool cup. I like this cup. It came out. It's a little dusty <laughs> to get off the shelf this morning. <laughs> uh, it came out last year, and it's the one I really wanted because mm. it's a dark green, like acidic drip almost but it's also like a holographic up here and mm. white um but yeah water i'm sticking to water yeah yeah. yeah. it's been a caffeinated <laughs> day yeah what about your shiny looking cup mm. over there I'm still i'm still <laughs> drinking coffee
0: <laughs> it's been hours and hours of coffee <laughs> even though it's the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and mine is like the 50 anniversary venti size tumbler studded. These mm-hmm. are just really fun like to play with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some Disneyland, you were saying your mom found the Disney studded cup? She did. And I was
1: going to bring it for this. But I was like, like you know what? I feel like we might do something Disney related later, later. So I'm going to save yeah. it. <laughs> Dude, those are like $50. They are $50, but. Thanks, mom.
0: Thanks, mom. But the mouse don't play, the,
1: son. It, he does not.
0: <laughs> but you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about all the peaks and all the people that found their lust for life um, last week. Is that right? <laughs> no. That
1: so- no, people yeah. feeding their lust. Damn for- it! Okay. <laughs>
0: I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about all the Peaks and all the people feeding their lust for
1: life last it's week. It's just so funny because you wrote this. I know. <laughs> You're like, what does this mean? <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> this week is film week and fe- I have a, always have a hard time pronouncing febru- February. February. <laughs> yes. Uh, we had a... A lot of good-looking films debut already. We got Death on the Nile, which I'm super excited for. Moonfall, I'm not as excited, but I'll see anything with Patrick Wilson in it. <laughs> He's um, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot about men in this. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> um, Dog with Channing Tatum, which also like it looks like it'll make me cry. Probably. Yeah, Uncharted with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, which has been pretty anticipated, and more. But before we get to film the film side, I want to take a second to talk about some good old reality TV. Man, up until, <laughs> well, this year, I wasn't into, well, any TV besides
0: Seinfeld. But... <laughs> And I know I I referenced this in the other week's episode,
1: but Ink Master. (laughs) She's like, I'm not sponsored, but if you want to. The best reality TV out there, man. (laughs) Yeah, this I am a sucker for reality TV. I just it's drama. I love drama. With real people. So are you guys and you, Jess, are you familiar with The Amazing Race? No, No. okay. (laughs) Neither was I. Mm -hmm. I heard about the show when I was in middle school and the only reason I found out about it was because at the time I was really into YouTube and like the vloggers, daily vloggers and all Mm -hmm. those people. And my favorite YouTuber at the time, he was going to be on it, Mm -hmm. if you're wondering who it is. is (laughs) It's Joey Graceffa, if you're curious, if you know who that is. He's, I believe he's still on YouTube and he has like one of those YouTube shows, the their premium subscription oh. so he's doing well for himself uh he's come out gay since then so good for him <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so this was when they were in season 22 which is crazy <laughs> it came out in 2013 and they're still going <laughs> season 33 wow. yeah season 33 premiered on january 5th of this year so it's still going they they haven't finished the season that's crazy yeah and basically this is Google's logline of the show. 11 teams of two travel the globe to try to win $1 million. So, just are you ready to audition for season 34? <laughs> me in, coach. I'm ready. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. As an outdoorsy
0: person that I am, I've never actually heard of the show. But also, wow, season 33. Yeah. Season 33 of anything is, like, super impressive. It makes me think of those Now CDs. Yeah. They are now at CD 57.
1: Oh. <laughs> now 57. And Kids' Bop is catching up. Yeah, they're on their way. <laughs> so this is how the show works. I gave you the log line, but there's more to it than that. Mm. Yeah, as it mentioned, it's 11 teams of two. Set, they set off to different parts of the world where they're competing in challenges, both physically and mentally. Mm. And once they complete these challenges, they're given a clue and tells them where to go for the next stop. The teams that fall behind get eliminated throughout the season, and the way they keep track of time is by splitting the legs into... <laughs> Split them legs splitting into... Splitting <laughs> the race into legs. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of each episode, because it is a start to finish each episode, they do like um quote-unquote finish line. Mm. It's not... Obviously, if you win that episode, you're not the winner for the whole thing. Uh. But the last person to cross that... Le- um, or the last team to cross that finish line are the ones eliminated. Oh. Yeah. So weird. they do have like a conclusion to each episode mm-hmm. by doing that. Although there are some episodes where they just do like, oh, no elimination. Like, you're safe oh, for now. Because <laughs> we got to keep the suspense. Exactly. And they provide the money for the teams to be able to accomplish their challenges slash tasks as mm-hmm. well as leaving them the clues to help along the way. And they have a bunch of little... um. I think of it like Uno, where they give you different cards that mean different things. Uh. So, like, off the top of my head, I remember Roadblock. It's like, oh, you can't take the easy way. You have to do this, <laughs> this, and this to get to that point. <laughs> I I great. Yeah. So, while I was reading and just remembering about the show, I couldn't help but think about that Naked and Afraid <laughs> show. Do you know of that no! show? Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know which uh, TV show, not show, channel. hmm puts it out but i wasn't prepared i thought you knew this no! <laughs> so basically this show they put somebody in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. like uh i think they've done forest desert like just anything and these are typically like survivalist people mm-hmm. and they're naked <laughs> and so this Maked show is just, it's just watching them like do their thing how they survive so that's why I've never seen it but like off of the trailers and stuff that I have they just blur out their parts? I guess (laughs) or like they make clothes so again it's survivalist they know what to do in these situations I hope (laughs) (laughs) but I just imagine like this naked and afraid the show's producers, they're just dropping these people off in the middle of the jungle and watching them struggle. Oh man, must be so fun. <laughs> Compared to the amazing race, like, here, have the money. Yeah. they over here eating burgers. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I thought that was funny. <laughs> but, anyways, <laughs> since this is reality TV, these people are real for the most part. Mm. <laughs> so I thought it'd be fun to see, like, exactly what type of people that we could see on the show. Cause, there's a there's tons of different type of personalities yeah so the first name that i recognized off of a list was bethany hamilton do you know who she is Uh uh-uh. oh okay so if you don't know this might help you refresh did you ever watch the movie soul surfer <gasps> she or really hear of lost it? Her arm. yeah to a shark yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she's what inspired the movie soul surfer it's based on her story and yeah like just said, if you still don't know who mm-hmm. she is based off of the movie, she is an American professional surfer who survived a shark attack back in 2003, nice. in which she lost her left arm. This didn't stop her from surfing, though. Obviously, it did set her back, and she was discouraged, but she eventually made her way back to the ocean, where she absolutely killed it. Big old blue. <laughs> yeah, and there's this picture of her surfing, mm-hmm. and she doesn't... Because that's obviously a balance thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, like, missing this part of you. But I've also heard people who... Amputees, they feel like they could still feel whatever is missing. So crazy. Yeah. So it's like, huh, I wonder if she, like, when she's up there, she still feels like she's her moving little her... Yeah. Uh huh. Mind over (laughs) matter. Well, Bethany and her husband, Adam Dirks, were on season 25 of the show, and they did really well. They didn't win first place, but they did win three of the 12 legs for the season, and they ultimately finished in third place, which is not bad which is not bad at all mm. yeah and that's their picture oh. <laughs> this next duo is very inspiring and really shows that you can overcome obstacles thrown at you Dave and Connor O'Leary are a father and son duo who both had cancer oh man yeah and they were both on season 22 and Dave the dad tore his Achilles tendon oh no. and i i'm going to do a quick tangent here but mm. i planned for this okay. <laughs> I used to watch the 2000s. 2000s. There was a lot of numbers. Yeah. The 2005 remake of House of Wax. I know it's not a great movie. No. But come on. Jared Padalecki, Robert Richard, Richard, wow. and Your Chad fave. Michael Murray in the same movie of course i'm gonna watch (laughs) anywho jared's character wade gets his achilles cut with scissors and it just makes me so squeamish that i could never watch like when that scene comes up i'm like okay let me do something really quick let me go on my phone i just can't (laughs) pretty bad yeah but back to back to the amazing race (laughs) dave didn't quit he like he tore it, but he's like, No, give me some crutches. I'm doing this. Ugh. And so they continued for another two episodes and they won those two legs of the episodes. Wow. But he like he couldn't. He no more, couldn't. He's it. like, I can't. So they withdrew. Mm. Which is like still pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Knowing <laughs> when to call it quits. He could exactly. himself
1: way further. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did withdraw, but they came back for season twenty-four, and they won hey. the whole season. Woo. So yeah, that's their picture. They're team yellow. <laughs> team yellow. And this next one's pretty fun as well. I just recently started watching Big Brother last year, uh, another reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of that one? No. Okay. <laughs> Brief synopsis. Okay. They throw, I think, twenty-four strangers in a house. They basically want to be the last one in the house to win money. And How do you get rid of it? Do you challenges? Oh, okay. <laughs> Murder challenges veil. and you can kidding. you have the option not the option, you have the chance to win, uh, head of household, and you're the one who puts up who can get eliminated. And uh, basically, you fight from there. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, yeah! So, if you like it, like I do, <laughs> it's a plug. <laughs> Jeff Schroeder and Jordan Lloyd, who met on season 11 of Big Brother in 2009 they I don't think they won <laughs> either of them won there's only one winner in that show um, but they joined the amazing race the following year they weren't the best <laughs> as they were the sixth team to be eliminated but they made their way back to reality TV with Big Brother season 13 in 2011 which was just two years after
0: I feel like it's like a group of people that just kind of circulate yeah. through these type of shows
1: <laughs> they're mm. like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hit all my yeah. it's the Guinness World Record yeah. <laughs> for reality TV yeah <laughs> Um, but the two actually got married, and now they host their own show, which I believe is a reality TV wow. show, too. It's called This You Need to See. So that's awesome for them. I believe it's a real estate. Uh, I don't know what happens in the show, but I know it's real estate related. But they and, got a show. Let's give it to yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and they aged very well. They're a very good-looking couple. So these doers are great. We know that. But not all teams are like these guys. For instance, Season two's Tara and Will... This show has seen plenty of couples who argue and fight, but these two are the OG fighting couple oh, for the yeah. show. <laughs> and it definitely does not seem like a healthy relationship at all, as they both would belittle and disrespect each other. Okay. Again, these are real people. So if they really don't like each other, they're going to show. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, since I personally didn't watch this season, because this is, this came out in like 2003. Mm. I was three. <laughs> Um, <laughs> screen Rant says Tara also began flirting with Alex a member of the team's main competition mm-hmm. early on despite Will's complaints <laughs> so for sure a toxic relationship but to make things even worse they would cause drama for the other teams mm-hmm. so not only themselves they would put it all out for everyone so like in
0: the only reality show I watch Ink Master <laughs> he's like one of, every season there's someone like i'm here to play the game don't get offended uh
1: we're here to play the game (laughs) yeah not cool guys not cool guys (laughs) and this picture of them is super low quality but it's literally the only picture i could find and it's season two and that's again in 2002 so it explains why it's It's in square format four by (laughs) three so there you go that's the best i could do for you (laughs) I saw a few other couple duos who had similar issues, and I know it can be difficult to understand again. It's a TV show. You think, oh, this is like scripted, Mm -hmm. which true, reality TV shows can be scripted. It all depends on what the creators are doing. Yeah. But that's not to say that everything on camera is real or not. Some of it, it's something that we should just be aware of. Yeah. Like this couple, scripted or not, it's not okay. (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) There's plenty of other awesome and not-so-awesome duos if you'd like to check them out or if you're just looking for a new show to binge-watch since there's 33 seasons. <laughs> hey, Buzz. Yeah, that's your TV segment for this week. Now let's roll on into the film. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that was your reality TV segment for the week, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And we are going to take you to places, again, partly unattainable, but also mainly because some of these places are in films. (laughs) And also, they're made up. (laughs) But I will be listing 20 of... Not 20. I got lazy when I was writing this, let's be real. I'll be listing a few of the best travel films. and But before that, I'll be covering the story of Christopher McCandles and the film loosely based on his life called Into the Wild. Okay. A quick synopsis of Into the Wild goes as follows.
1: After graduating from Emory University, top student and athlete Christopher McCandles abandons his possessions, gives his entire $24,000 savings account to charity, and hitchhikes to Alaska to live in the wilderness. Along the way, Christopher encounters a encounters a series of characters that shape his life. Sounds like a
0: magical mushroom <laughs> adventure to Candy Mountain, right?
1: Alice in Wonderland Mail edition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like most, if not all based on true story films, usually they are an adaptation of a book that was written about someone's experience in nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So it's watered down. <laughs> and even in the film Into the Wild, there is quite there's a quite a bit of sensationalism in there Mm -hmm. in the story of christopher mccandles and spoiler alert chris was found dead in a long (laughs) abandoned bus north of denali national park preserve and preserve (laughs) (laughs) and a plausible explanation has arisen as to why this 24 year old dude stayed there until he starved to death turns out it could have been due to Toxic mushrooms. It really is wonder, wonderland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they recovered Chris's journal, and although what was written in it was vague, writer John Cro— it's such an interesting last name, John Cro- Crocker. Okay. I was thinking of Crocker. That from- was
1: very-, <laughs> very odd. parents. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, he was able to draw up scenarios based on the number of days and the things Chris wrote in the journal. Until the end, Crococker <laughs> believed his death <laughs> was an accident, while others felt like Chris was just kind of dumb in the way he died. Oh, a lot of okay. people were like, he's an idiot. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, he's a victim to <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> um, the only real detail in the journal comes after McCandles writes, moose, at 43, <laughs> number 43.
1: I'm sorry for laughing. I know he's I badass, know,
0: but, <laughs> but like, that's it, right? <laughs> yeah. And so... Therefore, Kirk would, you guys should drink every time I say that name, uh, would have written something in his book based on that. So again, very loose, very loose. Number 44 reads, butchering, extremely difficult. Fly and mosquito hordes, remove intestines, liver, kidneys, one lung, stakes, get hind quarter and leg to stream. Number 45 reads, remove heart and other lung. Two front legs and head. Get rest to stream near cave. Try to t- protect with smoker.
1: <laughs> All right, Sassy. Write a whole scene off of that and go- It's a serial killer. <laughs> it's a serial killer in the making. It's mm-hmm. like those kids that kill animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> Based off
0: of those descriptions. <laughs> After losing most of the moose to bugs and bad weather, McCandles draws only lines in his journal from 51 to 57. At 67, he adds, depart bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Now that we know this, I'm going to choose to believe the matrix simulation of his life.
1: How about you? <laughs> Meaning the one that Krococker created. Cro-Cocker. This may be the most accurate part of the book. In the last three weeks of July, McCandles killed 35 squares. Squirrels. Squares, squirrels. <laughs> Four spruce grouse, which is a bird of which the journal makes no mention, but which is identifiable in some of the photos. Was photos. Five jays and woodpeckers and two frogs, of which he supplements with wild potatoes, wild rhubarb, various species of berries, and large numbers of mushrooms. There we go, the mushrooms again.
0: Scientist Gary Larson, director of the High Latitude
1: Micological
0: Research Institute (laughs) at the University of Alaska Fairbanks, said that along with the possibility of hallucinations, Amanita are likely to cause malaise, which might account for McCandle staying at the bus until he starved. Mm. Other varieties of mushrooms identifiable in his photos are known to make people violently ill, and that could have also handicapped him. Yeah. And, you know, this is a picture of the bus where he died and... Lived. Is that a skull? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy because, like, he was born here in El Segundo. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he was actually, he had super smart parents. You know, his his mom was, like, an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Dad was into aerospace. And he was, you know, he just wasn't having that. He didn't mm-hmm. want that kind of lifestyle.
1: It's like the two positives makes a neg- negative. negative. not saying that he was, like, bad, but, yeah. like, they're two people of this, like, they want to live that way. That's standard. He's like, nah, Yeah. And like, apparently he used to do public speaking mm-hmm. and was like in
0: his college, he used to write up a lot of the articles that people would read. So okay. like he was smart. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, also, El Segundo, for those listening, is like right here. It's LAX airport for us. So mm-hmm. his body, which weighed only 67 pounds, was discovered by hunters on September 6th. The cause of death was officially reported yeah. as starvation. 67
1: pounds. I know. A grown man. Isn't That's crazy? Like, I know dogs
0: that way more than that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm not completely sure if this whole thing adventuring was to be one with nature or to just find this dang abandoned bus. Yeah. <laughs> but the book and film inspired numerous people from various countries to attempt to visit the bus, and many of those would-be pilgrims required rescue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, after the death of. To such seekers in 2010 and 2019, Alaska state authorities had the bus removed. They had to air chop it out. mm -hmm. And they did this in 2020 and took it to the Museum of the
1: North in Fairbanks. We're like, you know what? You can still see it. We're just going to make it easier so that you can leave us alone.
0: We're tired of rescuing (laughs) you,
1: dumb fucks, for this bus.
0: As we gathered from the last episode, there has to be some s- form of preparation for trips like these. And I'm not entirely sure he was prepared based on how it was described when he started his adventure. It was very much like, he left, mm-hmm. impulsively bought a canoe. Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like, all right, I have my backpack. I'm ready. Yeah. Like, none mm-hmm. of that. When- oh, and he had like a little tiny pistol, too, that could barely even take out a yeah. bear. Like, uh, yeah. it was not good. <laughs> when... I took that trip to Colorado <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Again, made a time here. Uh, we made sure to lock in our campsites where we were going to be staying uh, yeah. on our way there. And then we made sure, um, you know, obviously there's two of us. And making sure we ch- had each other's back, food, yeah. water, like all of that's pre was pre-planned. Um, we had, you know, like extra fuel, food, and a gun just mm-hmm. in case. Yeah. Um, our objective also also to get to our destination safely. But in Christopher's case, I'm not quite sure. Like outside of being one with nature, I'm not sure where else his mind space yeah, was
1: or anything mentally happening yeah
0: you know it's just like Mm -hmm. i'm gone with the wind you You know (laughs) um into the wild received critical acclaim and grossed 56 million worldwide it was Mm -hmm. nominated for two golden globes and won the award for best original song guaranteed by Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah. If you're feeling inspired but don't want to leave the couch, <laughs> here are some <laughs> cool travel films. There's a film called Tracks in 2013. It's about a young woman who goes on a 1,700 mile trek across the deserts of Wow. I'm sorry, of West <laughs> Australia. I was gonna say Wow Australia <laughs> with four camels and her faithful dog. Adam Driver comes out in this one. So oh. if you're a fan of him, there you go. There's another film, uh, 2016, called Lion. A five-year-old Indian boy is adopted by, again, an Australian couple. (laughs) After getting lost hundreds of kilometers from home, 25 years later, he sets out to find his lost family. And then Nicole Kidman comes out in this one.
1: Australian. You're a little trendsetter.
0: (laughs) Under the Tucson Sun, 2003. A writer impulsively buys a villa in Tuscany in order to change her life. And this one... Not that Sandra Oh is the main person, but, you know, the lady from Grey's Anatomy, she comes out in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few more because I didn't want to list all 20. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Into the Wild, what I covered. But Train Trips, the Darjeeling Limited, 2007 is one. This is the Lost City of Z, and that was in 2017. And the list kind of just goes on and on. If you want to check out these titles, check out our sources, plug, <laughs> and links on the website at www talksandsips.com. How about other exciting films outside of what we've been talking about today? What's heading our way?
1: Now, like you said, it's time to get into some upcoming films that are coming in the next few weeks. I'm looking forward to both of these. I will be covering The Outfit, and it is directed by Graham Moore. It's a Focus Features film. They've done A pretty decent amount of stuff. The cast consists of Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, (laughs) he's seen in the Maze Runner trilogy, Teen Wolf, and that one episode of You Girl. (laughs) Zoe Dutch. She's seen in Why Him, Zombieland, Double Tap as a dumb blonde, which I loved her character. (laughs) And this is for like people my age. I don't know. I don't think you watch this, but The Sweet Life on Deck. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I figured. She, it's funny story. I preferred one of the twins, and she came out as that one's love interest. Uh, I hated her. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, not Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Rylance, who's seen in Dunkirk, Ready Player One and the Big, big Friendly Giant, Johnny Flynn seen in Emma, Stardust and Love and Nikki... A Mooka Bird, seen in NW, Old, and Hard Sun, And there's more to the cast, but I will not be going into (laughs) (laughs) that. Here's a short summary of what the film is about. The film follows Leonard, played by Rylance, an English teacher who used to craft suits on London's world's famous Savile Row. But after a personal tragedy, he ends up in Chicago, operating a small tailor shop in a rough part of town, where he makes beautiful clothes for the only people around who can afford them. A family of vicious gangsters. Oh. <laughs> Gotta sell somewhere. Yep. When I saw this trailer, I don't know, it was I like it was kind of confusing because it shows a tailor and mm-hmm. his I believe his assistant. And it's like, okay, this Seems a little boring. (laughs) And then these gangsters show up and it's like, oh! (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't heard of it up until that moment when Mm. I saw the trailer, but I knew I wanted to see it. And I did some digging, as I usually do with most movies I plan on watching. Mm. (laughs) And noticed that this is Graham Moore's... Feature debut as a director, which oh. is pretty exciting. And the only other directing credit he has per IMDb is a short film back in 2008 called *The Waiting Room*. The biggest film I saw on the on his page is 2014's *The Imitation Game*, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Keira Knightley. He actually was an executive producer and a writer for this one, so that's pretty good that's for huge. your first like big movie. Yeah. <laughs> And he won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay, so how awesome!
0: Good for you guys. Mm-hmm. He's starting off strong. Yeah,
1: because other than these two features, the only credits he has are for short films, like mm. nothing. I'm sure I didn't do much digging into the actual short films themselves. Yeah, but I'm sure one of them like did something, something like blew up magical. or something. Yeah, yeah, that his name got out there. Because okay. to go from that to The Imitation Game, that's- <laughs> as an executive producer, <laughs> how would you get those creds? Yeah. So his resume is pretty short, but it's impressive. Okay. Yeah. So I'm actually excited to see how this movie turns out. I haven't heard of him before. I'm interested. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to look at your movie.
0: (laughs) You're worthy of my attention.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And also before we moved on to our next one, while I was researching movies from this month, I stumbled upon Big Gold Brick. Oh, my gosh. This is another one I hadn't heard of up until now when I was researching this. And yeah, it's crazy considering the cast. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, they got Megan Fox, Lucy Hale, Oscar Isaac, mm. Emery Cohen, and, like, a ton more. Like, there was a whole list. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oscar Isaac. I'm just going to take this moment to praise him a little bit. <laughs> Oscar Isaac has been killing it lately. Not lately, just always. <laughs> but in <sighs> 2021, he gave us season one of Scenes from a Marriage, The Adams Family 2. I think he voiced Gomez. Uh, Dune and The Card Counter. And he'll be giving us Moon Knight, March 30th. So. <sighs> You go, Isaac, plus this one, big gold brick. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so you go, Isaac. <laughs> Anyways, another man that has been keeping himself fairly busy throughout these last few years robert pattinson i love it i
0: love it because it seems like you know how you had your Clooney and you had brad and you had like certain faces that yeah. were just always in everything mm-hmm. you know margot robbie for a minute there yeah sandra mm-hmm. bullock like it was just kind of like always will smith oh, yeah. um and now it's like all right all right we're in a weird transitional phase time for new faces mm-hmm. and oscar isaac's like let me step in yeah you know um and robert pattinson
1: He's a—he's uh, past the point of... Uh, Edward Cullen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you see, I was going to make a joke about that. Uh-huh. But I'm like, you know what? He's worked so hard. To leave that behind. Yeah. So I'm like, I will not do that
0: (laughs) but you know maybe he's he's no longer
1: shining and glowing no it's but i think what he i think he and kristen stort did the same thing Mm. they took a break from like the big features so they did a lot of indie stuff before Uh i think kristen stort came back with underwater Uh i want to say two or three years ago and she did really great she her most recent thing is spencer which People say is really good. I haven't seen it. Is that where she plays uh... Uh, Princess Diana? Mm, mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, and then Robert Pattinson say thing. He's done a ton of indie stuff, mm-hmm. and then The Lighthouse came out in I want to say 2019. That was like what... I. It was an a twenty four movie. I love A twenty four, but I hate it this (laughs) way. But I think it just wasn't made for my Uh demographic. I was just like, what is going on? Why is he having sex with a mermaid? (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) BRB guys. (laughs) Gonna go watch this right now.
0: (laughs) But yeah, and Now
1: he has this. Hold on, is it a
0: beautiful mermaid or is it like the merman from uh, what is that one? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) Also, how
1: I fell asleep during this movie, Uh, so I didn't even watch that scene because I was asleep. I think I woke up in the middle of it, but I was so confused as to what was going on that I fell back asleep. (laughs) So I don't know if she was a pretty mermaid or if it was like a gross one. The merman, what was that? You've
0: seen the movie, the one with uh, shoot, what is that movie? Cabin in the Woods oh the whole time he's like i just want the merman (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's i was so excited for it because it's william defoe and robert patterson i was like i'm so excited and i wish i liked the movie but it's just it's one of those art house movies and i'm just not a fan of those yeah Mm -hmm. i'll have to check it out
0: eventually (laughs) (laughs)
1: let me add it to jess's long list List, it just gets longer
0: and longer every day if we have to make it somehow incorporate in in like the notes assignments
1: yeah (laughs) you know what this episode is just talking about movies never seen before right i I sat there my eyes bled for three days
0: (laughs) well oh man oh man oh batman that is uh i'm so excited for this next batman film landing on march 4th Mm -hmm. and let's check out the trailer
1: Ooh, he talks and sips as well. <laughs> I love how, because this is the first trailer. Mm-hmm. The second trailer, this one starts with the Riddler Cup. The second one ends with the Riddler Cup. Oh. Fear is a tool. But when that light hits the sky,
0: it's not just a call. It's a warning. You can understand what he's
1: saying? (laughs) Or maybe not. I know. (laughs) I think he looks, he definitely looks like he fits the rich guy. (laughs) The rich stoic guy. (laughs) He looks a little crazy too. (laughs) It's only going to get worse for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hear everything they say. Ancient. Okay, so up until last night I didn't realize um we're not so different. Meow. <laughs> huh?
1: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I like the little sequence. Yeah. But, it's fun. i vengeance. Baby. <laughs> the Batmobile. What? <laughs> <laughs> Black and blue
0: and dead all over. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) I got you.
1: Like, psych. (laughs) Mm
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, that- <laughs> the time Dutch angles do work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How fun. <laughs> Ooh, are you guys going to go watch it? I plan on watching it. I also... There's a meme. I'll try to find it, but I saw it a while ago. <laughs> That's like Batman is seen as a hero, uh-huh. but it's like also Batman. Because I guess in the comics, he's very gruesome. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> it's like also Batman is beating the shit out yeah. of people he's a hero. <laughs> it's like Bucking tell me everything you know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: the guy's like i'm trying i love that one where <laughs> i think there's a meme that they use for everything with robin and he's also <laughs> oop, <op. laughs> and he's also slapping robin around <laughs> uh, he has, uh, a, he has uh, a trend
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um the other thing i saw online recently was like no one ever and then it's like warner brothers a batman a new batman every three years
1: (laughs) it's true though we've seen how many just in the last since 2000
0: oh my gosh i like google this last Mm -hmm. night because i was like let's see how many batmans batman
1: variations or something yeah I really liked, uh, obviously, because it's Tim Burton, <laughs> but the Penguin guy would creep me out so much. I forgot what year that came out, but that was before 2000.
0: Yeah. Dude, the, the amount of people that, like, have played him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What is it? It's not Batman variants. It's Batman. Uh Oh, actors. I just put Batman yeah. actors in order. Because Ben Affleck was the last one, right? Yeah. You have, like... This goes back to like the forties, yeah. But if you, <laughs> if we're looking at just like in general, you have um those like Val, Kim- Val Kilmer in Batman Forever, George Clooney, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Adam West, you know Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, like. The list goes on, on and on. <laughs> on. Yeah. And now Robert
1: Pattinson. Now Robert Pattinson. I wonder if that's like a goal for actors. You're like, I just want to be Batman once. I just want to be Batman <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And So here's a quick summary as we've already seen the trailer. In his second year of fighting crime, Batman uncovers corruption in Gotham City that connects to his own family while facing a serial killer known as the Riddler. Okay, so I didn't realize this, but Colin Farrell is uh, the penguin in this,
1: and in in this one, yeah. Okay, okay, because I've in the trailer, I'm like, those look like Joker followers, Uh but then it's like they only are talking about the Riddler. Yeah. So now you say, I'm like, are they doing some multiverse? (laughs) Uh, The multiverse Batman? But I was like. Colin Farrell's fine ass can be made that ugly. What
0: prosthetics can do anything. (laughs) He's ugly right there. And then I was like, "What else has he done?" And I'm like, "Oh, he did that one Daredevil movie. I don't know, or the Uh, one with Electra with uh, Ben Affleck's ex-wife Jennifer Aniston, I think. uh, Or
1: no, sorry. uh, (laughs) No, no,
0: no. Jennifer, the other Jennifer. Yeah,
1: it's not Lawrence, is it? (laughs) No, it's. I don't know. I I I watch all the Marvel movies, but I. Don't watch the DC movie. Not because I don't think I'll like them. Mm. I I don't know. Because I like Batman. I prefer Batman over the Marvel characters. But...
0: Batman alone can yeah. do. Yeah. So
1: like, mm-hmm. if you look at uh, Christopher
0: Nolan's and how we talk yeah. about, like, mm-hmm. I can watch that over and over. That was a work of art. It's mm-hmm. not like tight or trying to do anything yeah. weird. You mm-hmm. can just it's self sufficient. Also, it's Jennifer Gardner. Oh, okay. <laughs> not not Jennifer Lopez, who he's currently with. Oh. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you
1: do that? How do you go from your
0: ex <laughs> like Jennifer and Jennifer? Jennifer,
1: you call them the same? Oh, that's babe, so weird, babe.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh wait. <laughs> Sorry Jess So (laughs) I I had to go Nick number one once And I had to go Nick number two Another time (laughs) And
1: um, there's no Nick's now That's the past
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were like N is for no (laughs) It is pretty weird
1: Um, But
0: (laughs) Zoe Kravitz, though. Get it, girl. Yeah,
1: Zoe Kravitz. She looks amazing. She looks so good. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for this one, for sure.
0: I'm really excited, too. And I will be going to the theaters, hopefully, on time to see it. (laughs) So we will Uh, see. To avoid all the spoilers. Yeah, or, you know, the phone and the internet will somehow know. Uh, like it always does all right guys well that wraps us for today's episode and always 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 leaving you with an (laughs) unnecessary burning final question and uh in today's episode um as we wrap films episode did we mention it was our films episode (laughs) anyway whose version of batman is your favorite batman as of now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also you see she's wearing bats i am i wearing- actually
1: didn't plan this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just a nice coincidence it was coincidence <laughs> i'm wearing
0: black <laughs> <laughs> i'm just really excited because i have this like long neo trench coat that yes i bought off of black milk <laughs> i did it even though i said i wasn't i have it and i'm like i just can't wait to show up in like black shiny leggings <laughs> my big black boots we're gonna just put tons of eyeliner and just show up
1: for Batman. It's great. <laughs> That's funny. Also, I didn't mention this in the Batman segment, but I'm going to mention it now. Mm. I'm again, bringing new girl into this. episode. Oh. <laughs> Um, have you you've watched the whole season? Okay, so yeah, when Schmidt is thinking that Michael Keaton's there, oh yeah, because Nick is writing as Michael Keaton. Oh my god, that's right. Oh man, and just dresses up in a bat costume, and she's like, yeah. (laughs) I just had to throw it in there. Throwback
0: (laughs) for all your new girl fans. Well,
1: anyway, (laughs) thank you all so much for listening. As always, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, if you wanted to subscribe to us on Patreon. It's all under at ToxinSips. And be prescribed by but... us. <laughs> Prescri- <Yeah. laughs> and for our personal accounts, mine is at Ceci, Daunt, and Cecil. I am at JFox with two X's and two underscores at the end. And we also have our website, ToxinSips.com where you can find all the links to this episode and to all the other episodes before this. <laughs> <laughs> and that all being said, we have been ToxinSips and you. <laughs> And you. And you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see us on the next one. Okay,
1: I was going to start it
0: over. <laughs> Bye! Bye. <laughs>